All right, so we're going to do another round of uh, rapid-fire topics. Before we go any further, this is a Christian podcast. <laughs> so if people talking if about people, hot topic items with a Christian point of view is not what you want to hear, go away. Just stop now. Turn and, away. Yes, and, and we realize that we have a different view of you. And another disclaimer being, if you. you have never heard anything that Brandon and I and Alexis and her husband Travis were all here. If you have never heard us speak on any other platform, you might want to go listen to some yeah, of Yeah, just other, go listen to some of the older stuff. Go listen to some other podcasts, watch some of our YouTube videos. Maybe go listen to something else first so you maybe understand a little bit more about who we are because this whole idea was meant to be more of a, like, fun thing. Our yeah, friend Alexis yeah, like, is going to throw a bunch of topics at us. And, and it was gonna, like the this is like the biggest blowback that we've got out of it. And it was yeah. the most fun that we've had. So which means it's it's good. Yeah. This is what we're going to keep doing. And it but. was from someone so, we've never heard So here's heard the before. deal. It's I am picking these topics. You guys have no idea what we're discussing. So no. this no is not like a serious, let's really break this down. Although some of the issues are very serious. Sure. sure. We are responding to them with a Christian worldview, with a biblical mm-hmm. basis, but it's not like we're spending hours upon hours researching these things for debate purposes or for anything like right. that. So this is really intended to be just a fun yeah. group of Christians sitting down. Just yeah, like a fun, you know, like, home, like a home churchy yeah. podcast, like yeah. a bunch of kids <laughs> that, you know, grew up in the church. Uh, so kind so of, I have that being a said. wide variety of topics today. Um, some of them are pretty serious. Do any of them touch on bestiality? As long as we steer as long as we stay away from no. that. <laughs> I good. still can't get over these stinking penguins. Uh, <laughs> no. So, so some of them are kind of serious. Some of them are very political. And then some of them, I didn't even read the articles. I just was like, are you kidding me with these headlines? So sure. it's more like, uh, this is really news. Like it okay. was on the top And let's be for things. real. We get most of our information from reading headlines from this news articles. I so. think most people do. This is, listen, this is the Facebook world. This is how we do Well, things. our attention span is like is less than us. that of a goldfish now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the, the first thing I want to talk about, you guys have heard this blowback that Karen Pence is getting, right? For, oh, the Christian school. Uh, she, she's going to the Christian school now. Yeah. Some of the background. She's like an art this, teacher or something, right? She's an art teacher. Now, here's the point. She was, She's a part-time teacher. She teaches art. It's a Christian school. They hold to a very biblical yep. view of sexuality in general. Yep. Meaning they mm-hmm. only support one man, one woman in a married setting, and that's it. So in their rules, anything that's not that is not okay. Okay. Um, it is being reported as, oh, Karen Pence works at anti-gay school. Yep. Anti, because okay. that's how they have to do it. Now, here's something to take note of. She worked at the school. For over a decade, while Mike Pence was in Congress, okay. and it was never an issue. I didn't know that part. I didn't know so that now, part. all of a sudden, we've got, and it's still, we're still seeing headlines all over the place for it. So, like, go. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, this is just a, a leftist attack. I can't believe they use that word. I don't even believe leftist. I hate that. So the leftist, but it really is, uh, because if the the school is holding to the holding everybody accountable for sexual immorality, not just homosexuality, we're talking about. Sexual we're just immorality. focusing on. We're just that focusing on that particular one. So again, if there's a if there's a somebody that's not in a right union 
but yeah. they're you know they're and, living, and they're whatever. trying to lump it in as like a a, po- a political move that Trump is pulling, right? Which, again, she's been a teacher at this school for a while. It sounds like she now, stepped away and then went back, but the whole time he's he's been in politics, she's been teaching this, and he, they make no secret of right what their viewpoints, what their beliefs are. On the other side of this. Which there is not much. The only thing that I can kind of see is like, okay, I get it. He's the vice president, having that obvious. Like, but I mean, it's not like it's not like he's the president. But I there's mean, I don't no know if that obvious. The, there's, there's no separation between church and right, state. Right. I mean, the vice, there's that, like that ob- type of an idea. I guess there's that obvious bias, but which it. Sh- we this saw, could go a lot deeper than it. We saw but. a clip of this. Um, we watched The Watchman here uh-huh. on YouTube, and he just takes news articles from across the world and just shows them in light of, you know, right. scripture. And he shared that, and we kind of looked at it, and we kind of did a, like, I didn't read into any of it. I didn't know. Yeah, I literally just saw you that. You guys probably know a lot more details about it than we But did. it was more so... Of course you're, they're going to get attacked for that. Like, how sure. could you, as the vice president's wife, right. get surprised when... Well, I don't think they... Well, and I don't think they were, yeah. you know, but, like, the way it's being spun, it's like, of course there's going to be blowback. Like, of course this is a big deal. You are the the vice president's wife. Like, you, that's yeah. that's the second... Well, listen, I just we... think... Let's let's take this backwards, though, is, is are we not going to raise a stink at this Ben, you know, later on we have a Muslim president? That yeah. decides to do it, and his wife decides to teach. Do we as are we okay with that as Christians? We would throw a fit about that. I think. Which I don't think I would. No, not not us, not, yeah. not no, us no, no, I'm just talking about it, in the yeah. light of this argument, like, right? CBN because would be because like, in this how argument, how dare they support Muslim yeah. beliefs? They're teaching at a Muslim school, or say they're you know atheist and she volunteers her time in an abortion clinic, right? We'd be yeah. we'd be all up in arms. How dare you? publicly support that view so if we want to live in a free society and we want to have true freedom well yeah (laughs) Yeah, like i'm not saying there's anything wrong but i think that we have to ask ourselves this question it's like okay well if this was if the shoe was on the other foot what are we going to say i just think it's nutty that the media is they're very intentionally only wording this as Oh, she's working at a school that is anti-gay. Uh, of anti- course, it's got to be an agenda. Not like really any church then should be any like right. You know, oh, she attends a church that's well. Of course, yeah. You're she talking about just historic normal biblical. Right. Wasn't it last year when they were right. trying to force the Christian schools to change their school rules so that way gay kids could yeah. still, you know, that was going on. There's a big thing where they tried to put Chip and Joanna Gaines's uh, pastor on blast because he's anti-gay or whatever, and it's yeah. like, what? What do you think you're signing up for? So then, so following that headline, so I talked about Al Mohler in the briefing, and when he posts this stuff, you can break it down into little bites, and so he titled this one, "Meet Lady Gaga, the Theologian." Pop star joins shaming of Karen Pence for teaching. At Christian school. I'm glad you brought that up because that's the other side of the argument that we run into. You run into the lady. lady Followed by this is this is connected. Um, this was a CNN article. The title of it is Christianity's future looks more like Lady Gaga than Mike Pence. 
And you know what? That's a, a, that's accurate. Did you see the clip of Lady Gaga? Did you I didn't actually see watch it? it? I heard it. So we it. we saw it. Okay, it was we on actually watch watched it. Okay. And, and the scary part of it, like I almost would recommend you go watch it because the scary part of it is I think that is the future of Christianity. Yeah. Because her whole point was, she says, I'm a Christian woman. So Lady Gaga, in her, like, I don't know what to call the clothing she was wearing, what little piece of fabric she had on her, is our American ideal of what a modern-day Christian woman can look like and be. She's cussing, flipping the bird, wearing yeah, next the, to nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you While claiming that she's a Christian... And, and she's saying that the God that she follows is all loving, all encompassing, she you know, said, all of that. Yeah, you have the transcript. You, regarding Mike Pence, you say we should not discriminate against Christianity. You are the worst representation yes. of what it means to be Christian. I am a Christian woman, and what I do know about Christianity is that we bear no prejudice and yeah. everybody is welcome. Yeah. So when we watch that, Brandon and I go, well, technically everybody is welcome, but <laughs> upon your welcoming, yeah, upon you are your to welcoming, if it doesn't completely and turn from these things, pick up your cross and follow Christ. You know, there's a, but it was, um, and the scary part is, is I think that's right. I think Lady Gaga is probably what no, that is, and I had brought it up before, like with okay, what's her name? I'm gonna get it wrong again. What's the artist that's really popular? That oh, Lauren Daigle. Okay, Daigle. Just like that, being on Ellen. Yeah. Like, that is our idea of what Christianity is. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm like... Well, that, but in the same right, Rachel Hollis is a Christian motivational speaker then. Right. I mean, that's really what modern-day Christianity looks like in so many, and you look at them, and it's just one heresy after another. So I guess to sum up what we feel, I guess my answer to that would be is I actually have... I don't agree with the attack focusing solely on the, the, the game because that's not the case. That's not the case at all. On the other hand of it, I'll give it to the other side on saying that is that is that biased? Would that be okay if the shoe was on the other foot? I don't think it would be. So, And I think – and do I think that she should have to step down from her position? Absolutely not. You know, no. And should, she should be pre- – uh, but at the same time, she should – you have to understand that with religious freedom, you know, um, and then you're going to get that blowback from the country just being. I think it's even more insane that there it was news for like a couple of weeks that her husband won't go to meetings one on one with women. Yeah, that's right. Like that's news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that a news headline? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. So we can't talk about hot topics without talking, at least for a hot minute, about the New York abortion law. Uh, I know it sucks. It's not. I wanted it. I'm glad you brought this up. It will, but it just sucks that like we have to talk about it. It's such a hot button issue, which is not. I mean, I don't really care that it's a hot button issue, but it. And they really like lit stuff up pink, like to show. Yes, they lit up the the building that they built in honor of the people who died on 9-11. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. They lit it up pink as a celebration of this law. 
going into place. Now, people will say, okay, hold on, hold on, because if you go to Snopes, if you go look up this issue on Snopes, they'll Why say, no, no, no. Snopes? Well, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they'll say, no, no, no. Um, but that's well, unfortunately, a lot of times Snopes is right. But people are going to fact sources. They're going to use it as a fact sure. check. And right. So saying, it's no, not an all be all. Christians are, are flipping out because we're saying, oh, you can kill a baby up until the day that they're born. But that's not actually the case. They say it's only in the instance where it affects the health, mm-hmm. not life, yeah. health of the mother or the child. I saw now, is that true? It does say that. Here's the problem. They didn't define it as the mother's life. They defined it as the mother's health. That's mental health. Okay. So it's a gray area. Physical okay. health. They know. They okay. were very, they, now they'll say, oh, well, that's not what we mean. But you know darn well. Well, no, no. And, and that's the, that it, I, I could bring this up for another topic, and but I'm not. But that's, that's the way that these things work. There's gray areas and there's, there's. There's purposeful wording in these things to be able to get your agenda through because you're not going to be able to get it through direct like that. So, and, and what they've done is they have changed the verbiage and how they define a person. You are not a person until you have been born. You have to have been born. So if I am in labor and my baby has not come out yet, that is not a person yet. Not a person until you're out, you're breathing on your own, you're doing all When I read, um, when that popped up and I read that, I immediately was in tears. Yeah. Like just, again, we don't understand where we are in the course of our history when things like this, now this is nothing new. This has been, societies have done this throughout the beginning of the beginning of creation. on the altar of you know, the obvi- I mean. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. So... It's not new, but um, the way the the celebration of it, the way yeah. that it's the way that it's brought in, the fact that we think that this is a victory. Well, and and what people don't realize is that this is really going to backfire. Um, you know, we so the topic of abortion is really it's sad, but in a way it's interesting because we Travis and I had this conversation like a while back. There was a a woman who is she's not a Christian. And she kind of sat down and said, you know, this kind of sucks because she had an abortion on one hand and it was like no big deal. But then she got pregnant again and it was the baby she wanted and she lost the baby. Mm. But then she had no audience of anybody she could speak with because it's not a baby. It's not your thought process cannot change what it is. It is what it is. And so here's the problem is the way that they've worded all these things and they've written articles about this is that if a woman in a domestic violence situation, in a mugging situation, whatever, if her child is killed in her womb, there is zero murder charges for that. It is not because before and in some states it still is. Or if you cause a woman to miscarry, yep. yep. you can be charged with a double homicide if the woman and the baby die. Now, it's it so, is. and they go, oh, well, it's not a big deal. There are other things that nope. we can charge them with that are worse. And I'm thinking, what the heck? The Bible speaks clearly. If two Rip. men are fighting yep. and they cause a woman Absolutely, to, yes. It's 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 This was Old Testament law that was very if clear. The, if the baby dies, there can be recourse for that. If the baby Unless suffers, it was an accident. Yeah, if, if the baby right. suffers, you know, eyesight or a limb yeah. or whatever, eye for an eye. That's where the eye for an right. eye, limb for an eye, and all that Right, that's where all that, all that, that came from. from. And yeah. so the Bible is very clear that the 
being inside the womb is a person, is a human, has a soul. Yeah. I have um, come full circle around that. I never felt... I felt on one side a little bit, like, before... Um, I think in my most liberal days of the issue, it was, you know, the case of rape, incest, yeah, and different and things I like that. I remember having conversations right. years ago where right. you guys were like, well... Right. He was totally on one side, and I always was on the opposite yeah, that I was held to. to I was held to that kind of like I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, because you're a man and you felt like you didn't have the right to tell a woman that she had to go through a pregnancy. Yeah, that's that's really difficult. To, yeah, as a guy to be able to tell a woman that that's yeah, had so that happen to you or to say like you were compassionate for for the female. Right, right. It wasn't. Um, but and then, then that's how all this got started. Right. I mean, <laughs> but then but then going in and just kind of. Obviously, you just uh, no life comes to be by mistake. Right. None. The Lord is the only person that gives life. Right. Just like Job one. I mean, the Lord or Job. The the Lord gives and the Lord is taken away. So that I mean, He is the only one that gives life. So in any scenario, no matter what, um, under any condition. I mean, that is it's a life. No matter what. Well, and Period. I don't think that the the cross I want to die on is the one that wants to reform abortion law. Because right. abortions are always going to exist. They always have. It's not going to go away. And abortions in the late term have been happening all over the United States and throughout mm -hmm. the world for a long time now. This isn't like they're just going to start happening now. I they want to they live have in been happening. That, I don't want to, to die on that battle of trying to reform the laws. I want to fix people's hearts. I want to live with people who don't want to murder their babies. Right, and, right. and, and realize <laughs> that this is a life and a human. This right. is this That's what I want to reach. Well, I don't want abortion reform, anybody, and that's where I think we get obscured in, yeah. that, in, in that fight, too, mm -hmm. is, is opposed to trying to end abortion, which is... Because you're not going to end abortion. Which is of utmost importance, period. Mm -hmm. To get it gone, right? But instead of fighting that, we fight the heart of the issue and what that is, and it, and it's a heart issue. Everything, you know, when it when it, it it's a complete heart issue. So when I think the greatest example, it's the most disgusting thing to listen to. It's so horrible, but I almost think everybody should listen to it. Is that undercover footage of the person going into that like Planned Parenthood? Conference, the convention, the convention where, where they were talking about selling body parts, talking about in the and, whole and the process of abortion. Yeah, it's the most. And there's other doctors, ab abortion doctors, who've spoken out like they can't take it anymore. The process of it, nurses that are there, and they, they talk about all of this. It's the most disgusting, horrid thing to try to stomach and listen to. Where there was the testimony in front of Congress with a yeah. with the former doctor that brought the tools. And but the, I you know, think the, more of that should be. If this is what we're going to pass, then we need to understand what it is that we're passing. I got on Instagram the other day after this happened because everybody's been posting like crazy. Right. Their baby born premature and all these different things. And I mean, for us, Olivia was born a month early and how teeny tiny, you know, and all of this stuff, whatever. And even though a month is nothing compared to what these other people have gone through, of course. But one person that I follow, um, it's like a ministry, but they posted some actual medical graphics of the process of how to deal with this third term abortion. And 
it's the most disgusting thing to even look at these graphics like the actual like manual procedure of how to do these things but it's like everybody who's saying this is what we want because women deserve the right to be able to do this I, I think really should have to look at this stuff and understand what it is exactly that we're doing and that's the whole thing that I know many people have said it so well but all of this is being portrayed like a woman's right you know that they've won this is ruining everything that a woman has the right to like I, I don't understand how we're seeing this as a I mean I do in a sense obviously but it's just it's such a sickening sad day and it's stuff like it's murder this, period stuff like this any any abortion abortion on day one of conception you know what I mean yeah. like that is too far but any of this just makes me look at the world and go Lord just come take it like I, I just I cannot wait this is when you look at that time of tribulation and God's wrath raining down on this world and you go thank goodness you've got this under control because I just I can't handle now, like listen, I can't stomach um, this you know the Bible is very clear a life is a life abortion is murder it's horrible it's horrific it's a heinous thing um, but if anybody listening to this has had an abortion yeah. or multiple abortions... Oh, yes. Listen, Thank you for clarifying that. Listen, yeah. if you are saved, if you are born again, if you've turned your life around, you've dedicated your Don't. life to Christ, you've repented of all of these things, we're, you're washed clean from that. Thanks for clarifying that. And that. we're in, in that respect, we're yeah. every single one of us is a murderer. Right. And oh, every yeah. single one of us is condemned to death. So it's not, it, it's don't, yeah, you're, thank yeah. you so much. Because I, I do feel like they're, they're well, they, and you somebody have would the beat themselves. Promise of getting to reunite yeah. with that child. Right. Now. Right. So say you have had an abortion. You have since then become a Christian, repented. You've, you've been forgiven of that. Because even us holding anger at someone else is us being a murderer. So we are all murderers. We are all right. nothing without Christ. And the fact that Christ, not only is he your salvation, but he is your promise of of reunion with that child yeah be it a miscarriage or an abortion you know whatever yeah. the case may mm -hmm. be that you do not physically have because yeah, i know there here. i know there's i know there's people christians that beat themselves up that I, i've yeah. seen i've seen multiple things of, of women christian women and right it just now breaks your heart that just yeah. you know yeah and it does so, so yeah i just so, yeah. i just wanted i'm glad to, you did yeah you. i just because that's my heart really does it goes out oh it or, breaks you know Anybody who has gone through that process, um, of, of even when you think about it, contemplate it, and we've talked about that in one of the interviews, where yeah. it's like you just you go there mentally and sure. you feel guilt for that later, whether yeah. you've gone through with it or not. Simply even going through that thought process is 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 killer in your head. Yep. And just understand, you've been redeemed. Mm -hmm. You've you've been saved. We're not here to judge you for anything that you did whether at the time you called yourself a christian or not if you've repented now mm -hmm. that's what matters you don't that's need it. to go back there um does okay. not matter what you've done so there's one scary aspect to all this <clears throat> and one of the things we have to remember is the argument isn't simply that this is a life in the womb mm -hmm. because there are those who actually acknowledge Yes, it's a life. I right. remember Bodhi Bakum actually getting up at one of his sermons 
he read a letter from a lady who was pro-abortion. She admitted in her letter, I know it's a life. Mm. This is my legal right. Mm. And it's just, so mm. it is so heartbreaking because there are still those that actually acknowledge I don't care what it is. And yeah. If I have a right to do this, if it is by my laws in this nation that I, I can want. do this, I'm going to do it. So those who do try and impact the laws, I get it. It, it should be criminal. But again, it's a hard thing. People are going to do it without a heart change. And then the follow-up, just to, to give kind of a story that was just, it, it was sad to hear. Um, at the Love Life Walk, <clears throat> week 40, we had a, there was actually a doctor who got up and spoke, mm -hmm. and he, his testimony was, it's just one of those moments where you like you want to applaud for him getting up and saying right. this, and then it's just so like mouth dropping, like I cannot believe this is happening. Was it filmed? It may have been. I don't know. If you guys can look up. It's it's Love Life Charlotte. They tend to film a lot of these things and post them. Okay. Um, they're actually a super awesome group of people. Um, they're offering a lot of resources and stuff like that out there. Their goal is not to sit there and necessarily spew hate or anything. They want to offer alternatives. They right, and that and that ministry so, is some of the greatest uh, ministry that's you, out there if too. You go, it's if you guys are wanting to see, we'll see if we can find it. But if you want to go do some of your own digging, the story he's about to tell probably is filmed and it's probably associated with the Love Life Charlotte um, Facebook page. Love Life now, just or several Love Life cities now. now. Yeah. Um, but so this doctor gets up in front of this crowd of about 5,000. And mind you, we are literally on ground that has just been broke to build next to the largest abortion clinic in the southeast. Jeez. They were averaging something like, like if I'm not mistaken, it was something like 200 abortions a week. Jeez. Or some, I mean, it's just, it's devastating. It's heartbreaking. If not more, I forget. It's but it's, It was sad. Um, and yeah, that's in, that's in our hometown of Charlotte. Um, so this doctor gets up and he says, when I was going through school, I specifically remember when we were going through the anatomy of a baby and a child, they actually had us watch a video. And so we, we get this awesome video of this child inside the womb, and you can hear people in the class going, ooh, ah, this is yeah. amazing. The, the teacher had to stop them mid, like, enjoying this and goes none of you realize how we have this video the only reason we have this video is because this is the video they take before the doctor performs the abortion he's going into the womb to see what he's about to do or she and you hear this and it's just like wow they're literally watching the last moments of a child's life in the womb Voluntarily and of course, by right. and of course, all these these young physicians are just going, "What? Yeah, we know it's a life. Yeah, there's no question to it. Well, that's the thing when they try to pass the laws of you have to hear the ultrasound or you know the heartbeat before, and they don't want that the abortion, and then they won't have it. There is a, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it. I know I have it on my Facebook. There is a Christian. It was like husband and wife though, and they started this ministry where they get these like mobile units to go around and they park outside of abortion like clinics. Storks, yeah, 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 yeah. Stork, stork van or something like that. Yeah, and they park outside and say, before you go in, do you want to listen to the heartbeat? Hmm. 
That's all they do. If you still want to go in, you can go in. But if you don't, you can stay in there as long as you want, and they will offer you whatever help and resources you possibly can. Because just to hear it, and all of us, I mean, we're all parents. We've all heard that, those first times you hear that heartbeat, and it's just, I mean, even us, we were on unplanned teenage pregnancy, and even still, you sit in there and you hear a little heart pumping away, you know, and you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, what was it? How is there a human the, in uh, me? One of the, I don't know if you have it on there, but when he shouted, when he, what was it that he shouted, God, forgive us, or? Yeah, after the bill was passed yeah. and somebody shouted out in the room, God forgive us, or something, something along those story, lines. Something that, yeah, it was so, really now that you've got me in tears again. Thank you. Yeah, thank I'm, you, I'm Travis. Gonna read, I have not read this article. I really don't intend to read this article, but it's one of those headlines that I just was like, I have to read this just for the reaction. Oh, gosh. ABC News, how a nudist colony helped FBI agents find a Yosemite serial killer and how the agents got his, conf agents got his confession. This is like the best news I've ever heard. Yeah. And I thought you How said agents got the confession at first. <laughs> I was like, this is just even better. This no. is fantastic. Okay. So, so first of all, it's awesome that this serial killer was was found. We're not laughing or making fun of that. But it was found by a nudist colony. But a nudist colony helped FBI, and that's the title. I don't know how they did it because again, I didn't. And where at? It, it just said, helped find Yosemite serial okay, killer. Yosemite. I didn't even know there was a serial killer in Yosemite. In 1999, four women were murdered oh. in Yosemite National Park. Which is, I mean, that's so Are sad. they a nudist colony in the National Park? I, I have no idea, but I just... Can listen, you be new in the National Park? I don't, I don't think you can be... That's top news. But here's my other thing, though. God, the this naked is where guy you have to wonder about people who write these headlines and how you know they have to make them sensational because here's the thing you have to get some it is a big deal that this serial killer was caught yeah. why do they have to reveal that it was a nudist colony and how come because somebody might click to see if there's a exactly, picture of a naked person <laughs> and how come we live in a world that that very headline those words are what make you Click care about it. that story. It's not that four women were killed point. and the killer was... I'm like, naked person, sex. what? Okay, here's the next one. <sighs> it's about one of your favorite people. Oh, gosh. Two days ago, officials rejected Jared Kushner for top secret security coverage, <laughs> but were overruled. So, Jared Kushner was rejected for a top secret clearance by two career security specialists, but their supervisor overruled them and approved him. It says they rejected him after an FBI background check raised concerns about potential foreign influence on him. I'm just saying, when he finally comes out as being the Antichrist, <laughs> those guys that tried to stop him are going to be in big trouble. Do not pull up tinfoil hat pictures. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you said Jared Kushner. I got to pull up. I was looking for that one. You know where he's uh, got the... Have you guys revealed to anybody any of that crazy with the Watchmen and all No, Brandon that doesn't let me talk about stuff because he just goes, okay, tinfoil right, hat so Heidi. <laughs> No, but he was kind of in no, on this one. No, no, and I and I still yeah. no. There is there is a lot of it's the no. Watchmen does the I'm thing, not. Right? I'm not making fun of it. I'm just not trying to be not sensational about it because I think there's a lot yeah. of really really creepy thing. 
I first let me clarify. I'm not saying that Jared Christ is the Antichrist at all. Jared Kushner. Or is you that just what called, You just called him Jared Christ. Oh, I did. I meant Jared. Oh, that was so bad. Okay, we'll edit not that. saying Jared Kushner I meant, is, is the, the Antichrist. Antichrist. But I think no. he does believe that there's maybe a potential. Well, there's a, yeah. No, there's a lot of. There's a lot of, of things that, that connect there, intersections, if you put on your tinfoil hat that you look and you're like, wow, that doesn't make me feel comfortable very much. But Just saying, if you pinned us down and made us place some bets, Kushner and Macron wouldn't be. That, okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that would just be the type of, the type of, fig I guess the what I find uh, creepy yeah. about Kushner is that's the type of political figure that I think that that's how it comes. And, that, yeah. and that's how he comes in. Something... And I guess that's the only thing that's creepy. Because, yeah, I mean, and, and in are, my, we just talked about premillennialism. Yeah. I have no idea who the – I won't see him. Yeah, I don't believe that I'll know like who he is. There are, videos and stuff out there that talk about why some oh, people yeah. think that he's a good candidate for it. And, and there's again, a lot of creepy against things. him as a person, but it's like when all of these people come together and, and – um, present this information in the way that they do it's really hard to like be like no that's not possible it's, so then it's, when you see certain headlines you're like well hmm? and we had talked yeah. about this earlier but there's no there's 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 a problem because we they, we completely ignore a lot of different things that we shouldn't or we become way too sensational that all of a sudden that jared kushner and donald trump's the antichrist and and Planet X is is coming tomorrow. Nibiru. All right, here's yeah, another Nibiru. one. There's this one needs no explanation. It's just it's another one of those things. If you go to like any American news site, like the type of news that you get, you're yeah. like, seriously. If you go look at European news places, oh, it's totally actual true. news about yeah. actual issues and actual things. Sure. Are in the top in America, five. it's like, what are the Kardashians doing mm -hmm. this week? So in the top five for Yahoo <laughs> earlier today, because you know they got the little scrolly thing at the top for the American Yahoo website, was Tiger Woods denied pizza slice during pro golf tournament opening. I mean, clearly with everything going on in our posh American lives, that is top news. Yeah. I don't know why all the other countries hate us. Really don't. All right, here's another one. NBC News. Doomsday clock has whirled at two minutes from Armageddon. It has not changed from last year. I was going to say, funny point is, is it's the same as it was last yeah, year. Yeah, it has not changed from last year. So what they're saying is that they're calling it the new abnormal, a disturbing reality in which things are not getting better. Which yep. is funny because if you read your Bible, I think <laughs> I was just you gonna say that. like, I was just going to say that. I was like, hello. Hey. Nuh-uh. Crazy. That's weird. I didn't see that coming. All right. So here is, by the way, just as a as a side note, here was another headline that I just kind of had to kind of counterbalance the blow from New York and then the abortion law. The Ohio gov Ohio governor is still saying that he will sign the fetal heartbeat abortion restriction. I did. Yeah, I did see into that. Effect. What so is that, it? I didn't it, read it's it. A, the Ohio governor says he will sign the fetal heartbeat abortion restriction into effect. Essentially, the second you hear a heartbeat, you are not allowed okay, to Okay, but then again, that bothers me what? because 
What good does that do? We're still talking about abortion. Right. We just talked about the conception of a life being at day one. This does not, that doesn't do anything. You know, but we're celebrating, I mean, this is a small victory. I don't want to take that away. how easy will it be for doctors to be like, oh, yep, didn't hear a heart? Because sometimes it takes a minute to get it. So can you, like, just touch a woman's stomach with a thing and be like, oh, no heartbeat? This question will be for Travis. How many times in the, the Old Testament did, when you had an issue like that, well... Well, we had a little small victory. Let's celebrate that and not look at the larger issue. Like, how many times did did God know? God didn't care if there was, like, a couple right. I mean, it still didn't didn't save them from the appending judgment because they sucked. And they were horrible people. And this is just reminiscent of this. And I'm like, okay, that's, that, that's good. And, and we're definitely going the right direction. But, again, we're talking about abortion in... Any right. It reminds me of um, Ezekiel, if I'm not mistaken. I forget which chapter. I was just reading through it. But God is saying, essentially, this wrath is coming, and even if it was Daniel, Moses, yeah. right, yeah. right. Yeah. right. Yes. I found fascinating because Daniel was alive at that time. Right. But essentially, if all three of these were in the city, they could not save right. anyone. Yeah. Them alone would be saved, but wrath But right. Because that's it's, how bad. Right, so like you said, the, the small victory. You know, well, and you're in Ohio, it's meaningless. okay? So drive over to New York. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it's kicks it out. It's better that it's, it's better. better nothing, but again, but but being better doesn't solve anything from our under our microscope. I mean, yes, we see this as small victories in in the light of it, and and maybe paving the way for larger victories in the future. But no. Because once you've already had these things introduced to society, is there one society that has ever completely flipped around and changed? No, it's never happened throughout the course of history. There have been period of times that, sure, you know, you know, obviously different kings that have have gone and reinstated things and got things back, but that still wasn't that still wasn't enough. I mean, that was part of Israel's problem is becoming way too comfortable in thinking that, oh yeah, we're doing good, we're prospering, we're following God, we're in a general. And all of a sudden, no, I'm still angry. <laughs> all right. So here's one that I was talking about earlier, and I said this one kind of has the potential to affect us in the long term, if we're still here. Who knows? Did you hear about – so this has been going on for a few years. In 2013, there was this German Christian German family that oh, was okay. homeschooling their kids, and Germany took their kids away for three weeks. And so they in 2013. Have, in 2013. Okay. So now they took their kids away because in Germany you are not allowed yep. to homeschool. Yep. They have been fighting and appealing this decision um, ever since, and they brought it to. But they have the, their kids. Their kids came back after yes, three weeks. Yes, their kids okay. came back after three weeks, but they did have to put them in public school. Public school. It's a state-funded school. Okay. Sorry. They've been fighting for their right to educate their kids at home under their their morals, their convictions. Are they Christian? They are a Christian Christian family. Um, And they took it to the European Court of Human Rights, basically saying, my right has been taken away to parent as I see fit. Now, homeschooling can be one of these um, gray areas where you have to acknowledge that sometimes you do have the people who homeschool in quotation marks 
but they really, it's an excuse to not have to take their kids to school or do anything with them every day. And they're really doing zero things. Well, you have that crazy family yeah. that was chaining all their kids up and yeah. whatever. Like, there exactly. is that. that, was that, like, yeah, that. that was so there is, there is that, but by Before. all accounts, that was not what was going on here. The European Court of Human Rights said, no, they believe that it was reasonable. Their rights were not taken away. It was no big deal. Um, so the council says they still can't homeschool. They still cannot homeschool. That's not one of your parental rights. Yeah, essentially, the ruling was Germany was not did not uh, go against your rights. As a human, did, right, to be what able to. What they did was lawful by taking your kids because you were refusing to put them into state. And I do know. Um, have you ever used the easy peasy all in one homeschool or I have seen not. that? No. Her family, they actually. Uh, I was reading there years back. I don't even remember when, but they were living in Germany. Um, and doing some stuff, helping with refugees and things like that, because yeah. you know, Germany's been taking so many Syrian refugees and things yeah. like that, and they're doing amazing stuff in that front, and this family had been living there, they're Americans, but they had been living there, and they really love living, was it them? Yeah, and they really love living in Germany, you know, and that was great, mm -hmm. but that was the big thing, is that you can't homeschool. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe it wasn't easy peasy, but somebody like that. Anyways, but... They, they loved it there and they would have stayed and like applied for dual citizenship but because of that homeschool thing and it's like there's no messing around yeah you do not homeschool end of story germany has this law in effect because they believe that it is their right to ensure a sense of nationalism yes in their people yeah. And so by Germany's never had a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. never. So we didn't learn the first one. the children home, you were denying them the right to connect with their country and, and, and all of these things. So, um, again, it was never ruled that these parents did anything, like, abusive. Sure. They just simply did not want the state controlling the information going into their children's heads. Now, here's why this is scary. Number one, the um, European Court of Human Rights is kind of a big deal. Yeah. It has a lot of power. And while America, we're on the other end of that spectrum right now, we have so many laws in place that allow us the protection. Mm -hmm. um, I like where you're going with this. It's probably not <laughs> going to stay that way. What was it, um, Travis, correct me? Because I only I was taking like quick notes in the car. We were listening to this. Um, Al Mohler did a really great breakdown on this. Mm -hmm. um, if you go to his the daily briefing and it's from January 18th I think it was a Thursday, yes, Thursday. Um, so Thursday. in 1989 the UN had a convention of rights of the child that was signed in basically ensuring that children were entitled to I guess like personhood or something like that but really what it was under the cover of all of it is it ensured the state more rights to the child and chips because it was supposed to be protecting them from like horrible parents or something like that. Um, now, the US did not sign the convention. Um, at that time, it was George H.W. Bush, who is in office now, following him was Clinton. Clinton signed it as a formality, said, hey, this is a good thing, but he never brought it to the Senate to be, to ratify, to ratify it, because he knew he wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Now, Obama also signed it, but did not bring it to the Senate because it could not be ratified. This is where it's a problem. It's coming. Because the basis for this denial had to do with this 
right of the child convention, which in theory sounds really great, but when you really dig underneath it, is restricting parental rights and granting the state more right. And our country is very much headed in that direction. It really is in just the fact that on the surface, what us common folk would actually know about this, we'd say, yeah, that's a great thing. We need that without ever stopping to look at what's underneath and what this really entails and everything with it, which is just terrifying. And at last count, our country, America, has somewhere between 1.3 to 2 million children that they know of that are homeschooling. Now, a lot of people don't even... Don't register. Don't register or do any of that, so I suspect it's actually a lot higher. Um, And just a little history lesson, Massachusetts is the first state that had a compulsory law saying that you had to send your child to school. But so far, all 50 states do allow homeschooling in some way, shape, or form. Just some laws are a lot stricter than others. And because you can see those laws tightening in other states, we're very fortunate that our state is not there yet. Um, But when you look at other states... Dude, if it is, let's all talk about Idaho is like a point for homeschooling. Well, but see, that's the thing is, I mean, if that type of... type of um, I guess even for if like Christian homeschool families that would be definitely a form of persecution for Christian homeschool families I mean that stuff come well sorry I'm gonna go worship my God just like Daniel you know I mean I do who cares you can make the decree what you want but I don't have to this is where I trust in my God you know to to be able to do it so but it is giving them it is it, it really is, which is is really scary. It's scary, but you got to... Well, as if we're not facing... I mean, you can pull up a million examples of families here in America, homeschool families, that CPS comes and just yoinks the kids straight out of Well, and that's that's the other thing is we, we, we just talked about the Mike Pence article, but that's going to be the way that it's going to happen is it's going to look because we're hate right it's it's not it right it's it's going to turn to the next uh, we're we're the next jews in that sense where it's you yeah. know all of a sudden you know what we we're, we're teaching this hate and now we're in control of everything and we have this you know that's the way it's going to happen and it's already starting to trickle in that way so obviously we don't see it during this administration but the 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 next liberal administration that comes in it's going to be a, a target and hunt down these type of views you know this type of um you know this because everybody's going to associate this type of just conservative right-wing view possible though because the same side that is very pro homeschool tends to also be very conservative or at least libertarian libertarian not conservative. yeah no no but definitely. the side that's pro homeschool right. tends to be either conservative yeah yeah or, or libertarian, libertarian. i i feel like um, it airs more on the libertarian but maybe may, um, i mean i don't know um, but that's also the side that tends to be a little bit more pro-gun, a little bit more yeah. pro. And there are some people that are talking about, like, do you think we could be heading for more of a Civil War type situation as opposed to all of a sudden they're just coming in? Like, we were talking about, well, what happens if they really do? Do you think people actually would give up their guns? And Travis made the point, he's like, who do you think is going to collect the guns? Because mm-hmm. most of the law enforcement and the people who would be in charge of that are like, I'm not going. Yeah. Most of them are gun owners. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, is this new wave of um, new wave of nationalism yeah. that's coming on the other side of it. Um, why do we need the guns? Look at all the murders. Look at all the shootings. Look at all the, you know, you, you have this automatic ways of trying to disarm that and giving more control to the state and just being more comfortable with that 
Um, this may be a weak example, but just like the military equipment for, for the police, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to live in a world where there's Humvees with police markings driving around in my country. Like, I, I figured that that's the cool thing about America, you know, like if I wanted that. I would go to a third world country and have yeah, like to have it. Have soldier, I don't have soldiers on every corner well, doing stuff. I understand you know, that there's a reality of you know, you know, things happening to police, but it's a it's, it's a heart of man. It's not just a, a specific group or, or people that this is happening to. Um, so, but I think getting people with comfortable with that type of stuff is just very very scary. And then you know a lot of this. A lot of this is it is coming up, even from the Trump administration. I think we have to we have to be careful with it because even though it may seem on your side and it may sound all good and everything, you gotta really pay attention um, and, and and look at these things not just because it looks better than Obama. And that's what I, we tend to do a lot. Well, there is a very big reality that I mean. If this world continues on and we do not see a return of Christ in the very near future, we have some very, it's very real, real persecution that's going to civil war. Probably is not that far away. I mean, look at how divided our country is. No, we're it not. Lo- we're take... not talking about Chinese persecution, but no. we're definitely talking about our posh American persecution for us. Because again, not being able. Can you right now at the point that we're at? Can you imagine your kids being taken out of your school just because we homeschool? Out of your house just because we homeschool? Like that's crazy. Well, that's like when we um, we actually went through and, and like signed up our school and everything and they want you to mark down whether or not it's a religious school and we really actually sat down and we're like mm-hmm. do we put that we are or not because, because on you one know hand, who they're going to come after first so on the one hand it was like are we denying christ if we don't just yeah. outwardly admit this is what we're doing sure. but on the other hand I it was so. is it really though or is it just being smart and not Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that you. I. I think you have. We have a spirit. We don't have a spirit of fear in that way. So I think that that and that we can be bold in that. Like I, I've just personally. I think this is where me like where our brain and just depression and different worry and different things like that. I've had to completely let things like that go. Yeah. And actually, it's really cool because it it, it allows you to have a complete bo- and not that I've done it. It's it's been Christ that's allowed me to. reach a piece about it to go I can't control that but you know what I have Christ and I'm totally cool with that and no matter what it doesn't matter and I will gladly proclaim that yeah at all point yes absolutely this is a real absolutely Jesus (laughs) that's it didn't we name our own school like Johnson Johnson Christian yeah (laughs) that's beautiful there it goes goes. out the window Uh, okay Let me throw up. Brandon pulled up Drudge Report, and I, out of the corner of my eye, caught these two headlines. No, 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 don't move it. I caught these. I'm just going to read you the headlines because you've been reading them to us and watching our face, but I want to read two to you real quick. First one's not too bad, but second one, just hold hold the phone, okay? Number one, scientists working on pill for loneliness, okay? Number two (laughs) might help with this if the pill doesn't pan out. If the pill doesn't pan out, I get it. Sex robot time bomb. AI girlfriends could fuel birth rate collapse. Say that one again. Okay. Artificial intelligent girlfriends girlfriends could fuel birth rate collapse. 
This is a sex robot time bomb of potential well, problems. Okay, so see, here's the thing. I do actually have an opinion. On this. Whoa. So you know how last week I was all about making Brandon make all the faces? Well, I guess they totally just got my husband uh, yeah. back for that one. Um, no. It's just wrong. So I don't know why, but here's where my brain goes with that. I'm scared. You shouldn't be. It's a good place, kind of. Not really. But, um, Tell me more about the AI girl. We're sex robots. No, but here's the thing. I, I can know. totally see it happening. Here's why. How are we treating men in our society? Oh, of course yeah. they don't want to deal with real live women. Ah, a robot is a smarter choice at this point. Ah! You know what's sad is that the like ladies in the women's market. Any article that you read, they're like, she won't tell me I'm ugly. She won't tell me I'm <laughs> Well, I don't even want to deal with, with today's women. society's women anymore. Women are so mean, so hateful. We have been taught as a female culture to nag, 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 nag until you get what you want, until you beat the man in your life down, until you wear him down and make him do whatever That's you want. Point. If they have an alternative to that, I think there is a serious point to be had in this because I agree with you on yeah. that. And that should, it should be a, a point of where we've reached exactly how we view men, because really men are going to sex robots now. Okay, so there's some there's some issues here. There's some problems. Yeah. And uh, oh gosh, wait. Here's another one. Well, before you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So here here was my thought. I want to hear this. Is and... you look at these um, secular nations. You look at China and their one-child law. Yeah. That they realized, and I remember hearing, I think this was on the briefing too, they, they had a report about something like 30 million men will never have a spouse because the man was preferred, or the boy was preferred over a girl. Right. So yeah. now they're so lopsided that they said there's about 30 million men that could never have a Chinese wife. I mean, they go out of the main. Yeah. Place. So then you've got Japan where. And even if you look at our own culture today, those who don't hold to a Christian worldview, they don't want kids. What are kids for? They mm -hmm. want our fun. So it's like, to me, it's like, well, who are the ones having the babies? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Generally, those who are religious, at least in general. Yeah. So well, they're going to phase out religious, it's Whether like, you're Muslim or Christian or Christian. Right, right. No, I get, I get that. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, and for so the, the whole... So then they have to take our kids. The whole loneliness yeah. pill, pill thing, here's the deal. Um, if you are lonely and you have reached a point in your life where you're like, I'm going to try this pill to cure it. Can I make a suggestion? Go get a robot. That is your body. Go <laughs> get a robot. <laughs> okay, Lex has another suggestion. The robot doesn't pan out. What's your suggestion? You feel like crap too. Uh, my suggestion would be if you've hit that point of loneliness. That is your body crying out for a connection with your God, your With Christ, yeah. I was, I was going to go there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I couldn't yeah, help no. with the robot. But yeah. No, I was going to say, Bill uh, for loneliness, I got a guy that you might want to talk to. Maybe we should do that. Feminist. Apparently, I do have a lot to say on that topic. As uh -huh. just... You know, we did we did do that video recently on how men are treated in our culture, but I do think it needs a partner video mm -hmm. of 
you know, let's talk about the women a little bit more. Well, I think there also I think there's room for a guy's point of view too. Yeah. Um, because you can't tell us anything. We're women. Yeah, we don't care what you have to say. <laughs> Again, his facial expressions, guys. It's hilarious. We're gonna film one one day. Yeah. We have to. I told him we're gonna be like Joe Rogan. I, I, I think there's a lot to be said on the other, especially from a Christian worldview of it, um, because, you know, for guys, we get one. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's there's obviously a biblical outline of, of what a marriage should look like, and there's, there's certain beauties of marriage, and there's certain, you know, obviously, Paul says, if you can't help burning with lust from each other, then this is why you get married. Well, so there should be a, there should be that in there. And I think in, in a lot of marriages, and I think it just in general, this, this falls more on the, on the woman yep. than it does the... Yeah, you know where I'm going with yep. this because it's like, I get one. My eyes are supposed to be on you. My, my everything is supposed to be on you. And it, it doesn't matter how you feel about you. It matters how I feel about you. I love every, from the the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, I love every inch of you, and that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, there's this over sense of just control and holding something, like I've got something that you want, mm-hmm. and and this, or the sense of even, uh, you know, where it's, it's too modest, where it's like, mm-hmm. no, you're my wife. Like, all these things that, like, are going wrong in society, you know, you see, like, why do you think why do you think a girl in a bikini becomes attractive? Why do you like well because maybe you know I mean you don't you don't weigh those things and I'm not saying that it's right but I mean a happily married man that's well you know is not yeah. is not going to have wandering eyes so for fun no fact. reason. Fun fact on either dad, way. Um this is your warning. I'm about to get a little bit <laughs> I guess detailed in a way. Um Fun fact on how we were created to be. The less women have sex, the less they want to have sex. Right. Yeah. The more women have sex, the more they want to have sex. So you hear all of this, but I just don't feel like it. What do I do? My advice to that woman would be have sex with your husband. Well, what's that thing? They even started the challenge, like the 30-day challenge or whatever. So for 30 days, have sex every single night yeah. or whatever and yeah. see what happens in your marriage. But why yeah. have we, why so, have we so, turned so, this to a chore? with men... With men, the less you have it, the more you want it. Yeah. Right. So when women are denying their spouse, they're over here burning up. You poor guys can't help it. Like, you really can't. Now, okay, if you actually act on it, you can help it. Absolutely. But as far as where your brain is going, and women love to hold men accountable sure. for where their brain went. Mm-hmm. Right? We do. We do. Mm-hmm. We torture you guys over it. What do you mean you thought that? Um, you know, so, so it's like... If you want to level it out and you want to balance it out, there is a reason the Bible tells you not to withhold that from your partner unless it is for a time of fasting and right. prayer and drawing closer to God. It is not something that's mutually it, it, agreed upon. Yeah, it, it is, you know, so, and it does, it goes both ways. Now, of course, sometimes there are issues where if you're pregnant, it might not be okay or safe for the baby sure. and things like that. But in a perfect marriage, in a perfect world, you guys are going to be understanding towards each other. And, and it's not going to, you know, sometimes there are other factors at play. So nobody is telling you that if and you notice that I... to, you know, 
put yourself in that position or I did say in, in more of a uh, you know in more of a correct because again there's there's plenty of things that guys can do there's there's yeah. there's less attention there's this you know not telling you the 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 little things that you want to hear of course there's definitely that but just in our culture the woman is got it right because it's got you've got like some power that it or this is the assumption that, that there's some power and it's just like how can you think of it like 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 i don't understand how that can be the perception and, and then especially if you want to be like respected in that way mm -hmm. you know it's like how, how are you going to respect somebody if you think that you've got some no like you know especially that that should when... be I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's just, you know, I've been with this guy forever <laughs> and, and all of that, but in all of the friends that I've had that have been married, strong Christian marriages and relationships, I don't understand why women have to make it so difficult, because it seems to me like most men are totally willing to give their wives whatever they want, if you'll just tell them what it is. So yeah. we like to hold our husbands accountable for because we should know. We should know. And you're not doing this. And please read my mind because blah 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 blah. Well, you guys had to have gone through this because you got married young too. Or it's like we were kids. Yeah. I actually brought up. Do you remember when we were laying in bed? I was reading a story on the, my phone, and I said, "This is what's wrong with it." And yeah. it was the it was the one girl. She's some popular blogger. I don't remember who she is, but she was. She was just had a picture of her breastfeeding her baby, but the article yeah. was just talking about. Um, basically, it was one of those. I'm a strong woman and tired, and look at all this work that I have to do. And men, you shouldn't. You should realize how much the stuff that I have to do and not bug me for sex. Like, because she was a baby, like I said she was breastfeeding. So, but it was. I summed that up horribly. But that was base the basic gist of what it was. And I'm like, and I'm reading it, going. I just, the fact that we've gotten here shows you again how far apart we are from intent, how far we are from, mm -hmm. um, from what even and like, true love and it's broken on both sides. It's yes. you know you do have unfortunately a lot of marriages, one partner is unfortunately usually doing like eighty five percent of everything while the other partner is getting away with as little as possible. And sure, so there's no true partnership, and it and it goes it. From whatever your viewpoint is, whether the woman should take care of the home, it should be a partnership, however you look at it, there's a breakdown somewhere. And I think it has to do with the selfishness and entitlement that a lot of our generation has been raised with, mm -hmm. um, where one person often feels put out, you know, oh, I'm doing all this stuff and I don't have the energy. And, you know, as a Christian woman who's been married for a while, my response to that is get over it. Because he's not going to change. All you can do is change yourself. He might change through your changes. Sure. But you're not going to change him. You're not going to pout your way into a better husband. You're not going to withhold your way into a better husband. You're not going to suddenly fix the arguing by screaming louder. Get over it. And focus on what does God want me to do. It's not about, so we said this earlier, it's not about submitting to your husband, although the Bible tells you to do that, but truly it's about submitting to God. Yeah. Well, it's fairly clear um, that if you're a Christian couple too, that your God joins you together. You, it's not yeah. like this is something I'm your own doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I mean, hi, God and I brought Heidi together in, in joint, so this isn't something of, 
of yeah. accident. So that respect and the fact of knowing that I am supposed to be with this person because, well, I'm we're at the right place. We love mm-hmm. each other, you know, and and it's the marriage is all Christ-centered relationship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's Christ-centered. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that, but um, yeah, yeah, I just the the the. Just the withholding and then the attitude, I think, plays into a lot of the. I'm turning the subject because I don't remember where I was, but um, I think that a lot of that our world, our problems stems from a lot of that in marriage, because just our general view of just a marriage and even our regular Christian marriage. Um. Sorry. No. Daughter called him. Oh. So he's <laughs> going to go check out what's up. But now I am like, this is one of those topics that I really love. I could go on and on and on about women and marriage and, and things like that. It's a topic that's Hey, it's really a good thing we have that video series called Mary, yeah. Martha, Martha, where we discuss those things. Well, but even then, but it. even then I would, I mean, I'm not going to get on that one, but I would like, <laughs> but I would I, love it if you would get on that for even just like a, here's five minutes of a guy's opinion. I, I'm yeah, I, maybe I, I would do that because I think that there, I think yeah. there's more to this topic than that and there I think is and the thing is is I refuse to speak from the male's perspective because for me in my situation in my marriage I think Heidi can probably attest to this in your marriage is that we both kind of had to come to this conclusion of again I can't change him I can change me I can draw closer to God I can't make you draw closer to God so a lot of my thought process has to do with really not being very sympathetic towards women just because I was there, I did it. I made every excuse in the mm-hmm. world to being a crappy wife. I did. Well, he's not leaving the home. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. And it's, it, it just doesn't It doesn't fix anything. Well, and during that whole period, you also didn't think about what you're doing. Right. Are you a person that is deserving to be led? Right. And I don't... Okay, I said that wrong, but... No, no, no. no you I know what I mean. Me. Yeah, but I like, it. like, do... What sort of position are you putting him into to do that? Like, do I, are you being the type well, like of woman that... like one of that, my favorite phrases is let your husband lead. Right. Well, but what if he goes and he does this and this is a terrible idea? Then let it be a terrible idea. Because if he fails, then next time he's going to make a better choice. Because ultimately God's in control and you submitting to that leadership, God's going to bless that. Even if he is totally mucking it up on his end, God's not going to muck it up. Oh, yeah. And you guys might go through a hard time, but how do you know your husband didn't need to go through that hard time in order to be, like, this stellar rock star yeah. here in your home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been knowing that. So, so yeah, it's, you know, and, and, again, I hate this whole tit-for-tat idea in relationships. <laughs> you can sit there and, and argue, well, you're doing this, and he's going to say, well, you're doing this. And you guys can go back and forth oh, sure. for hours upon hours upon hours because for everything that he's doing that's making me upset, I'm doing three things that's making him upset, and then i got to come back with five things. And that it's, mm-hmm. Nobody wins. No. Nobody wins. No. It totally budget. went like it turned into something completely different. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it started with the robots, man. And, no, it and did. It was a good. It was good, and I think it gave us awesome, it gave us an idea. Travis's face. <laughs> That's why when he got to Drudge Report and he just kind of scrolled down, then he just stopped, and then I just glanced up and I saw that headline. I'm surprised. And was like, I'm reading. I'm sur- even though we got into this topic, I'm yeah. surprised that we haven't been had this topic requested. I mean, it's it's another one of those yeah. things that's probably coming. 
Um, and maybe I think, people don't even know that people will actually talk candidly about this. Yeah, but I think the way we that will. I think we, <laughs> we will, will, but I think the way that we candidly will will obviously come from a biblical perspective, yeah. in a way of, in not a worldly view. I think all, yeah. I think all four. That's something that all four of us can agree that all and that's of why our, everyone because your base is off of what a woman is, what sexuality is. All of this well, is. Just be prepared because we know what happened to Mark Driscoll. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is unfortunate, and that's, that's where exactly what happened. And, the, and that's what's really that book. And, but and you know what? And you know what? Yeah, and but I don't care because he they both came at it uh-huh. from We're not like starting at the top of the hill, so we can't fall that's too true. far. We're already at the bottom. We ain't no. Yeah, and, and and unfortunate. I understand a lot of complaints against like a little bit of aggressiveness of it. Yeah, which I can understand. Yeah, but also. If you've listened to his older set and then you listen to him and Grace both doing that, yeah, you get a sense of like, wow, this is two people that like really dig each other and then are like truly in love and yeah. like truly understand what a biblical yeah. marriage and biblical, you know, you get then that again, sense. Their book was it was very descriptive mm-hmm. and talked about, and I'm okay with that. But I'm it, pretty open with that. But I don't think that what we are doing. No, it won't be descriptive. About, we're more talking about how to be a wife, how to be a husband. And what qualifies us? Nothing but a lot of failing for a long time. No, but there's details in in, in songs that I'm just saying though. How are long, there for a reason? How long does the average American relationship, let alone marriage, last? So what qualifies us? Well, we've been together for over 18 years now. I've been in the same relationship with him since I was 14 years old. Oh gosh, that means it's been like 15 for us. Yeah. Because we've been married Dang. for 15 years. Yeah, because I've been just with Travis since I was 17. Yeah. So got married at 20. I'm just saying, yeah. that's kind of a qualifier. If I've been with the same person since I was 14 years old, we've been married for nearly 15 years. I mean, I think we all yeah. are in a group here that could talk about marriage. So yeah, if you guys want us to actually like do like a legitimately <laughs> dedicated podcast yeah, we could, to this we could probably topic, do obviously we're all very, very passionate about it. You know what? Maybe um, we'll do one without you guys even wanting us to do one. Yeah, I think I think it would be a it'd probably be a good one to be, to do because we haven't you know, we had, we just have misdirected views of everything. Yeah. We have we like you just and brought surprise, up. surprise! When you get back to the biblical view of it, it's like, well, things go so much easier now. How come life's going so well? Well, because I'm doing it the right way. Crazy <laughs> idea. Anyways, that was fun. Thank you guys for coming yeah. and hanging out with us and doing more of this. And yeah, we'll yep. do it again soon. We'll do it again soon.